Freedom-loving patriots, constitutionalists, Trump co-conspirators of truth, and those clinging to their guns and Bibles and constitutions. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. Check out our Freedom uh, Speak website at freedomspeaknm.com, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows. And also check out the resource page where you can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can listen and watch the show live every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, just by going to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and clicking on the Rumble link. So I've been thinking a lot about uh, this illegal immigration going on in our country. Also made me think a lot about, in recent years, how I've heard the United States being negatively referred to as, at times, as colonizers. Now, I usually don't use Wikipedia as a reference, but in this case, I made an exception According to Wikipedia, it mentions a term known as cultural imperialism, also cultural colonialism, which comprises the cultural dimensions of imperialism. The word imperialism describes practices in which a country engages culture, also known as language, tradition, ritual, politics, economics, to create and maintain unequal social and economic relationships among social groups. See, this is what the left thinks uh, that, that that all does. They think that that excludes people, when in fact it's really the opposite. Cultural imperialism often uses wealth, media power, and violence to implement the system of cultural hegemony that legitimizes imperialism. Now, those that hate America believe that things like language, tradition, capitalism, freedom, liberty, and a constitution is absolute, need to be destroyed. Remember our little tiny tyrant a couple weeks ago saying that our oath of office and the constitution are not, are not absolute? Reason being is that these are the things that have made the United States the most successful country on planet Earth. Under our constitutional republic, not a democracy, every American has the opportunity and freedom to pursue life, liberty, happiness. Not a guarantee that they will find it, but a guarantee that they have the freedom to try to find it. A common language, shared traditions, and the freedom to work towards making our dreams a reality free of government oppression is what has made our country strong. These things bind us together as an American culture, regardless of whatever individual traditions each of us might have. Because after all, America is a melting pot. We don't want you to give up your traditions, your individual traditions, of your own individual culture, but we have an overall American culture, and that's being attacked. These very things that make America great are being systematically destroyed 
because the enemies of our country that believe in a new world order and globalism need to vilify our traditions and separate us in order to achieve their goal of world domination. Traditions like standing for our flag, saying the Pledge of Allegiance, and proudly standing for our national anthem have been demonized. Our politicians no longer respect their oath of office or our Constitution and claim neither are absolute. And now our politicians no longer want to even dress appropriately while representing their place in government. Imagine how ridiculous they must look to other countries that used to look up to us. Not anymore. To appease those that hate America, our heritage, and those that fought to build our country, our politicians that swore an oath to defend our country and our Constitution are working to remove statues of famous historical figures like Christopher Columbus, Abraham Lincoln, and George Washington. Monuments built from metal and stone serve as a reminder of our country's roots, and therefore they must be removed from sight so future generations will no longer remember them. That way when the real tyranny, when they really come down on us on the real tyranny, nobody will remember it used to be a free country and how it got that way and the people that fought so hard to make it that way. Why do you think the Roman Empire used to build all those big stone monuments and buildings? It was to project strength, for one reason. It was also to so things would be remembered throughout time. Many athletes that represent our country show up to traditional competitions with, or sorry, national competitions with pink hair on their bodies covered in tattoos. Compared to athletes in other countries, we look disgraceful. Now our country is being overrun by millions of people that have no respect for our borders, no respect for our laws, and in many cases do not speak our language. Actually, in most cases, probably. They're overrunning our cities, they're camping and crapping on public sidewalks and in our parks, and their children that don't speak English are overwhelming our schools. Children of American taxpayers are suffering because of children in their classes that can't understand anything the teacher says and can't read any of the study material. The criminal element of these trespassers are committing crimes such as robbery, assaults, and even murder. Many businesses are moving out of big cities due to shoplifting and flash mobs. They're just losing too much money. It's not worth being there anymore. At last count, I heard there are now 7 million of these unwelcome invaders in our country. Our elected officials do nothing. I hear them voice their concerns about the well-being of the migrants. What about the well-being of American citizens that actually belong here and pay taxes and are paying for all this crap that they never voted on? One of the primary duties of the federal government is to protect our borders. And they're not doing that. Governors also have a duty to protect their own states. They have National Guard troops they can use to help them accomplish that goal. Yet they do nothing. You hear Governor Abbott in Texas doing all this big talk, you know, doing these doing this dog and pony show where he sends uh, sends busloads of illegal migrants to New York City. Okay, well, that's great, but, you know, why did you let them in your state to start with? Why don't you have a little bit of guts and stand up to this tyrant in Washington and say, damn it, this is my state, and I'm going to protect it. Put your National Guard on the border. Tell these people, no, you are not welcome in Texas. We need to stand up, people. We are beset on all sides by an enemy that seeks that old, an age-old dream of world domination. And they are not hiding it anymore. 
as you witness more and more tent cities being erected all over the freaking place, even in Albuquerque, all along the sidewalks, all over the place in New York City, a place that used to be a fun place to go visit. I've been there many years ago. I'll never go back. You can understand if you choose to that the pie has been divided up. And there are no more, no more pieces left for everyone. Certainly not for actual Americans. Global warming is the guise used to re reduce population, and this just increases the pie size for those who will dictate in the wake of the coming destruction of our civilization. You often hear our government talk about national security when it has become very obvious that they either have no idea what that is or really don't care because the actual goal is to destroy our national security, to make way for the new world order in which the United States no longer exists and our border is erased. What exactly is a threat to national security? Anyway, you may by now be so accustomed to hearing this term that you, like me, just accept it as the truth. After all, we're in danger at this moment in time, right? For almost 50 years, the United States and the Soviet Union stood toe-to-toe -to -toe in a Cold War that could have, within any one hour during that time, spelled the very end of humanity itself. The only deterrent during that time was a mutually assured one. With more than 14,000 nuclear weapons between them, either side of this Cold War could have destroyed all human life on this planet at any time. It is safe to say that possession of these weapons in the hands of somewhat sensible people created a true wall of real national security. I cringe each time I hear a politician say that something is a threat to our national security because this phrase is just another scare tactic used by those who seek more control over all of us. Mutually assured destruction, despite what you think, has never gone away. As so many nations possess weapons that are truly apocalyptic, not just the United States and Russia anymore, there are but two true threats to national security, or as I like to refer to it, national sovereignty. The first threat is having someone in power who is unhinged and doesn't care about self-preservation. That'd probably be someplace like Iran. The second danger would come from a coordinated conspiracy or secret plan to use weapons of mass destruction in a limited way. And I'm not just talking about nuclear weapons here. I'm talking about poison masqueraded out as a vaccine. I'm talking about poisonous gas spread throughout our atmosphere. I'm talking about poison put into our food supply, poison put into, put into our water. That's the sort of stuff that can be a weapon of mass destruction as well. These sort of things can bring about population reduction as a means of power consolidation. For the latter to happen, you would need a global cabal with its participants in place globally. These people will, would overtly present themselves as enemies, while covertly they would actually be allies. The United States leaders like to tell us that Russia and Vladimir Putin are our enemies, and, that, and yet they've not cut off trade with that supposed enemy. In fact, the U.S. is still doing millions of dollars in trade with Russia each month, despite what we're being sold as truth. The fact is that you never supply your enemies. <laughs> not during, not when they're, you're in supposedly a war. This should tell you everything you need to know about what is transpiring in the dark shadows of reality. 
The threat to our national security are people within who seek the destruction of this nation in lieu of globalization and a one-world governance. You must start listening to what these despots really say. But more importantly, what not what they do. You know, it's like a lot of people use words all the time. You know, words, 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 but they do nothing. You need to watch what people actually do. This monolithic conspiracy that President Kennedy talked about right before he was conveniently murdered is impossible to hide anymore. Any leader who harms this nation or its people in any way is our enemy. Period. I believe the real threat to our national security involves a lot of issues, and none of them involve Russia. Russia is a distraction. Russia, they, you know how the Democrats have been saying, Russia, Russia, Russia. You know, they were using Russia as a distraction all the time while President Trump was president. And Russia's not the problem. Thanks to Barack Obama and Joe Biden, a wedge has securely been driven between our two nations, Russia and the United States. And if the situation continues to be escalated, we could see the first use of nuclear weapons since World War II. It's almost like they want it. It's like they're pushing for it. You don't see any attempt at any negotiations between President Biden and Vladimir Putin, do you? Have you seen anything like that? No. No, we're just, we continually keep sending more weapons to Russia, uh, to, to Ukraine to escalate the war even more. The biggest threat to our national security involves illegal immigration. Our country is currently being colonized by millions of people that have left their failed countries and are bringing their failed third world ideas here. The idea of what it is to be an American is slowly being destroyed. Let me give you an example of a microcosm of what's going on on our southern border right now. That would be how liberal Democrats are fleeing the state of California, like rats from a sinking ship. Because of reasons like $7 a gallon gasoline, generally high prices on everything, rolling blackouts, unaffordable housing, and just tyranny overall. The sad thing is that these people have no clue as to why the state they are leaving completely sucks. They will bring their failed ideas anywhere they go and vote for the same kinds of tyrants that will bring destruction to wherever they are. This destruction is by design. The architects of this destruction will be the same ones that offer a global solution to the problem. That's what they do. They create the problem and then they offer a solution. And a lot of people are too stupid to realize that they're the ones that created a problem to start with. You know, the solution to this so-called border crisis is simple. Finish the wall. Close the border. Reinstitute stay in Mexico. Round up and deport all 7 million illegal immigrants. Throw them out of the freaking country. And give them no path for return. Send a clear message that if you violate our border and you are not that you are not welcome in America ever. Institute harsh felony penalties for anyone coming back after they've been thrown out. Track down and crush the network and all those involved in supporting this illegal immigration. That might involve the cartels. That might involve a bunch of NGOs. Follow the money. Send a strong message to the world that the United States is no longer the world's dumping ground. Unfortunately, our corrupt government will not do this. You all know that. Because I think you would find that if we followed the money we would find that our government is actually funding this activity along with all sorts of other illegal activities. 
And I think we're just scratching the surface on that, people. I think we're seeing a lot of these things going on, and, and they're trying to expose it. But the corruption is so over- overwhelming. I mean, we saw what happened when we got a guy in the White House that actually wanted to do something about it. Donald Trump, they attacked him literally from day one. He was going after that corruption. He was fighting an uphill battle the entire time he was in office. And it's like the, the, the fact that he got anything done at all was amazing. All right there. So, Stella, um, it's just you and me today. On that note, I want to say good morning, New Mexico. Uh, it's time to stop the meowing and start the roaring. It's time to stand up and take over like people in Stanton, New York. Then when they take the two busloads of immigrants down there and said, we're going to put them across the street from this all-girl Catholic school and this abandoned school. And they came on and said, not only no, but hell no. Get them out of here. They came rushing down with the uh, uh, lawsuit immediately. And a restraining order against them. And in two hours, the bus was loaded again, and they were gone. That's where we have to stand up, just like Staten Island did. You, you have to. How, what does it take to make you angry enough to protect your state, to protect your children, to protect your your income, your home, your livelihood? What does it take, people? To, to actually stand up like Staten Island did and said, we're not going to take it. We're done. We don't get free food. We don't get free housing. We don't get free uh, medical care. We don't get anything free. We, we, we're we paying, they're doubling our taxes, doubling our taxes so that they can live more comfortably in five-star hotels, carry iPhones, wear Reeboks. Come on, America. What does it take? Like I said, it's time to stop with a meowing like a little kitty and stand up like a lion and roar. I, I praise God for Staten Island. They finally did something to control the madness in their their small town. Yeah, you know, I think I've got a video for that. Um, oh, it was awesome. I love that I don't video. think I caught any uh, any any bad language. All I did that, was get me I? excited. That video got me so excited. <laughs> <laughs> i I got to find that in my notes. What else is on your mind today, Stella? Oh, a lot of things. Uh, I'm worried about the lab meets that, that are coming, and their people are, like, so insane. I heard that people are saying, well, in New York, they have a whole restaurant that has nothing but lab meats, and there's lines around the building just waiting to taste it and, and get it acquainted with it that is like so gross to me i saw a video of a lady who bought uh chicken from walmart and for some reason she soaks it in apple cider vinegar because she said it takes care of the salamanal salamanal salamilla salmonella salmonella poison that's a tough word isn't it stella (laughs) (laughs) salmonella and you know what about salmonella back in the day i remember my mother used to cut the on the same board the chicken that she did the vegetables and cooked everything together and we oh ne- that's we so ne- wrong yeah we, we never died of salmonella poisoning no no never but now it's a new thing well she soaked hers in apple cider vinegar because that's what she does and she says look what happens to this chicken i got from walmart and it started like shredding like the insides was like string it was not chicken like at all you know, they said it tastes like chicken though you know, that's funny because I, you know, I remember that when I was a kid, there would be, we would do all sorts of things that now we just never think of doing. Like riding the back of a pickup truck. Riding the back of a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's never been a good idea, but we did it and somehow yeah. we survived. Yeah. Or like drinking out of the uh, the water hose in the yard. Mm-hmm. That was typical. Yeah, it was. We did that. And it's Who like, had time to run in the house and get a glass when the water hose was there? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you know, yeah, but you're, you're right. Like, um, cutting meat and vegetables on the same cutting board without cleaning it. That's, and it, that's it, not, not doable now for some reason. But no. they did back in the day and no one died. No one got sick. I don't know. Kind of makes you wonder, don't it? It does, especially when you say like kids where you cram like all, you had seven kids, they were all smashed in the back seat where you got where you were going. And now they have them with, you know, like uh, headgear and uh, double seat belts and totally protected so they don't bump their head or scratch themselves. Or oh, what? You know, they're so delicate nowadays. <laughs> well, or like... Um, An- another instance? No, well... What was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, oh, like the bicycle helmets. Oh, yeah. And all that silly mm-hmm. crap. It's like, we didn't have bicycle helmets when we were kids. So they want like, you what? To, yeah, now they want you to wear bicycle helmets in the car. In the car. It's just insane. They're, they're 
overly cautious. Uh, it's just over the top. Yeah, so somebody state. bumped their head back, you know, two years ago. We got over it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when you fell down and cracked your head, you just laid there till somebody came and said, your mom wants you and she was, you know, home for dinner. You're in trouble. And nobody came rushing down into the emergency room or with stitches. You just got over it. You know, now everybody's like so uh, into the doctors. They go to a doctor for everything, for a toothache, for a scratch, for a fever. For I still don't go to the doctor for any of that. I don't know. I hardly ever go to the doctor. You know, I, I know I know a lot of people, it's like, you know, every other day I'm talking to them, oh, I'm in the hospital today mm-hmm. for something that I would never consider going to the hospital Not serious for. enough. No, it's yeah. like I've only been, I can almost count on count on one hand, you know, how many times I've gone to the hospital. It's like I, I have to really be, you know, uh, the last time I went to the hospital was uh, over two years ago. And that's when, you know, I was given a medication that apparently I was allergic to. I was taking a shower. I literally just passed out while standing in the shower. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I notice, I'm laying on the bathroom floor in a pool of blood. My, apparently my head went down on the corner of the sink. Yeah. It's a good thing it didn't kill me, really? you know. Yeah. But I went to the hospital for that because it turns out I was dehydrated, maybe a side effect of that medic- medication I think I was allergic to. Um, and I needed like nine stitches in my head. And I'm telling, talking about something that hurts, mm-hmm. having your head sewed up, yeah, that- especially the shots they give you in your forehead, like wow. like right right yeah. here. Wow. It healed up pretty good though, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't even want to say the last time I was in the hospital because it was the last time I had a baby and if I told you how old he is, then that, that's the last time. He's over 30. <laughs> so that's the last time I was in a hospital and it was okay. I mean, I, most people go to the hospital to have babies. Uh, some have them at home. I was a chicken. <clears throat> I did go to the hospital for that. <laughs> I see. Well, I've got a clip here from uh, Jesse Waters on Fox, where people in New York, they're, they're, they've had it. I love that clip. They've had it with this nonsense. And if you guys are watching this live on Fridays, you'll get to see the video, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. Um, let's well, see. we only have one minute, and it's kind of a long video. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. already a minute. Oh, my gosh. Long. I can't believe that's already gone by so fast. Yeah, so. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you what. We'll play it at the beginning of the next segment. Mm-hmm. It's a delicious video. It'll get you all excited. It's, it's really fantastic. It got it's, me all fired up. It's so great to see it. people pushing back. Yes. It's like about time Americans grew a backbone mm-hmm. for crying out loud. I mean, I'm sick of it. So, um, hey, we're going to talk about that. The Sanctuary City nonsense. And then coming up, maybe in the next segment, maybe maybe after that, we're going to talk about this supposed mishap with the F-35. I don't get it. Anyway. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. trailer to haul something around check out my friends at jp trailer sales they've been doing business in albuquerque for seven years whether you're hauling cars landscaping equipment dirt or your favorite off-road toys jp trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs they have open trailers enclosed trailers and can even do special orders you'll always receive great friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, 
personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Hey, Stella. Hi. I'm here. Are you sure you're here? I'm awake, that's for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited about all this stuff that's happening, and I wish you a lot more was happening it all nationwide, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I think what's happening in New York is, I mean, I'm glad they're finally standing up. I mean, it's been, it's been like... <laughs> Going on three years of nonsense of in no- which of nothingness, yeah, in which you had you know Mayor De Blah Blah Blasio uh, just just ruined the place, and they all just took it and just rolled over and gave in. You know, I remember during the scandemic, you had the streets were empty, and I and I was kidding around at the time, saying, "Wow, it looks like it looks like a scene from the Will Smith movie I Am Legend or something." No you know, kidding. And, and it's like. What amazed me the most is that people in New York stood there and let that mayor put their old people in nursing homes with the COVID people and killed off all the old people, so many old people, and they just stood there and let it happen. What is the deal? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, uh, New Yorkers are really pissed off and they're pushing back. Finally, So uh, for those of you that are watching the show live, you'll have some video with this too, Uh, if not uh, the, the... you know, the sound is really good anyway. So this is from Jesse Waters. I loved it. Yeah. I said they're finally standing up. So let's uh, let's let's run this. Let's see here there. That and New York used to be a beautiful place. Used to be. Not anymore. It's, yeah, it's shambles now. When New York City Mayor Eric Adams said a hundred thousand migrants would destroy his city, most New Yorkers heard it as a battle cry. It was the first time a Democrat had ever been so bold. Democrats were walking through a third world country in Midtown and pretending everything was fine. Well, the mayor realized we were going bankrupt and the sanctuary city dream was dead. But today, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez held a press conference in Midtown Manhattan, the heart of the migrant crisis, to declare, no, the sanctuary city dream lives on. And suddenly AOC had walked into a war zone. Yeah, that's what is there? What is 
The city's on edge. This is not a crowd to lie or lecture to. We seek to do. Most real New Yorkers, we don't do photo ops. We don't have time. This isn't Washington, D.C. You don't come to New York City, plant a mic and tell you, you know, we're better than you and that we need to be more compassionate and understanding. New York's been pretty compassionate with the migrants so far. We've been paying for $500 a night hotel rooms. We gave them Xboxes, flat screens, cribbage. They don't even play cribbage. We've been doing their laundry for them. We even cooked culturally appropriate food for them after they threw away our PB&Js. And now they're getting free education and free health care. And they're paying no taxes. But for us, we pay the IRS half. AOC has ignored New Yorkers at her own political peril. And now she's not welcomed in her own town. What do you think that AOC, um, you know, when she came out, other members of Congress, they had this press conference. What do you think about them? never be allowed to walk down the streets again. They have destroyed our city. And New York, especially Queens, has woken up. This is up to us. This is up to each and every one of us to stand up. Nobody's coming here for us. We're here for ourselves. If we don't get up and fight for our city, nobody's coming for us. They're coming to destroy it. AOC, who can waltz in anywhere she wants, Hollywood, the U.S. Capitol, Miami during the pandemic, can't walk around New York without getting chewed out by the people who love this city, because she clearly doesn't. The congresswoman's been exposed. Primetime was in her district just a while back, and she's just a selfish no-name there. Can you tell me who represents you in Congress? No. Does AOC sound familiar? No. Hello. Never heard of her. Who's AOC? What would you say AOC stands for? Um... What do you think AOC stands for? I can probably, if I come up with some the things may know AOC, that may not be fit for radio, don't. you know, to say <laughs> yep. about AOC. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here the thing is, I mean, you're watching these people and they're protesting, okay? And they're really, really hopping mad at this point. Yet a lot of them still have their stupid surgical mask under their chin. So they're still not fully awake. They're still not just totally getting it. Well, they're yeah. fighting against immigration, but they're still not correcting their political leaders. I mean, they're the ones that have the, the reason they have the mask, right? Because they're telling them it's coming again, another scandemic. Right. So they're ready to roll over and comply at a mm-hmm. moment's notice. Mm-hmm. So they really haven't totally woken up. They're, they're still, you know, they still don't get it. They're, you know, they, allow, they, they allowed this. Well, they're just tired of paying for all the luxuries that the migrants get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's like... When are when is everybody going to get really really mad? I mean, I yeah, they're starting to get mad. That's good because now now they're starting to suffer. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how much suffering it's going to take for them to fully wake up. That's that's what I wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, just this morning, I heard that uh, our our Fuhrer Joe Biden is going to once again give. More money to the Ukraine. He's got to give Ukraine as much money as he has now because he may not be in power in 2024. And all that money that's going to Ukraine, I'm sure, is bouncing back to him. So that's why he's got to give them as much as he can so that him and his family members can all benefit from it. Yeah, I guess so. That's all yeah. I see. It. $325 million. More? Because he's giving them billions and that, billions and billions. Oh, more. This is more. More. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That he is giving Ukraine. Joe Biden mm-hmm. is giving $325 million of your taxpayer money to Ukraine. Now, keep in mind what I just said. Joe Biden. Okay. Now, I've read the Constitution numerous times. And I do not recall in the Constitution seeing anywhere where the one of the powers of the President of the United States is to give away money, give away money, or has any control over the federal budget, uh, other than to make suggestions and and you know sign bills into law and things like that. But what he's doing is he's controlling the money, he's making laws on his own. Joe Biden is a dictator. 
Totally. And, and you know, before, uh, if there was going to be a war, it had to go through Congress. Everybody had to agree that this was a, the proper thing to do. Not anymore. He just gives them, you know, I, I'm envious of Zelensky. I wish I had a sugar daddy like Biden. No kidding. Oh, I'd be, I would be no in heaven. No kidding. Yeah. You know, I and here's another thing, too. Where's the outrage by the Republicans? Where is the outrage by the Republicans uh, by by uh, McCarthy? Are you going to go there again? And Jim that? Jordan. You know, and all I, of these other people. You know how I feel about the Republicans and the way they've been acting lately. No tienen cojones. No kidding. Nothing. Why? Why are they not out outraged saying? Uh, Joe Biden didn't control the purse strings. We do. I'm saying that the, the Republicans have a lot to hide, that they're scared that now the Democrats are going to throw this in their face. Well, so what? So what? I mean, everything that the Democrats are doing is so horrendous that, okay, so they throw out something that you did as a Republican. Let's get all the trash out and clean out the weeds and, like, like Trump said, drain that swamp. Yeah, no kidding. And by the way, if you guys want to call in, if you're watching us live, 505 505- Four 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 five zero five nine. If you want to call in, if you're as angry as we are, about yeah, call in on, and tell us what you it. think. I mean, we're your voice here. You know, we're here to give you a voice, That's and right. so call in and and do some venting. Just keep it keep it clean. Yeah, and <laughs> be and be angry. You should be angry. Be angry. Your country's going to hell in a handbasket. Where it's already there. You should be angry. So if you call and tell us how angry you are, we're, we'll agree with you. Uh, it's would be nice to hear from you too. Besides just me and Beck always getting angry. You know, trying to explain the situation to everybody, but yeah, everything's going bad in this country. It's it's already. People say that it's, it's gonna it's caving in. It's it has already caved. I hate to break it to anybody, but it has already caved. There's no. It's like no saving it if we don't stand up. And then they wonder why we scream revolution, revolution. It, it's gonna have to take that. I think first to finally say this is it. Kick out the traitors. Send back the people where they came from. And try to pick up our country again if it's if it's doable. No, I agree. I mean, we've got, we've got, and and this all started during the scamdemic. And during when the scamdemic started, that's when I just Blew immediately up. woke up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like wow. Okay, um, I had actually been asleep all those years before that because, and I remember there were you know throughout my lifetime there have been people that have been complaining and protesting and it's like I never really quite understood why they were doing it and and it's like well it didn't really seem all that bad but they saw what was coming before I did and it's yes, like they yeah, did yeah especially during the Vietnam War protests mm-hmm. yeah that's what I was calling protests when I mean the whole crowd the, the Roosevelt Park was packed to the gills of people protesting all the guys got down and tore up their little uh, cards for the army. They're not going to join the army. They all tore up their cards, right? And the women burned their bras. I don't know what the point of that was. I'm not really sure. Yeah, all that yeah. does is just make yeah. sure that things are gravity just kind of takes over over the years, and then then it doesn't. The results isn't so good. Maybe, but yeah, they were all burning their, their uh, registration cards. And they said, "We're not going to join this army. We're not going to go fight the the Vietnamese for what? You know? And what what happened to that kind like?" Uh, we just had a, a gun rally at the Civic Center. Maybe, maybe 50 people showed up. Really, I know there's more people that have guns here that should be concerned about them trying to take your guns away. So where are the throngs of people that used to, back in the 60s, you know, during the Vietnam era, where are they? You know, why, why aren't they filling the parks? You know, the most scary thing to me that I heard is that you should go up to the palace of the governor, at least 3,000 or 5,000, as many people as we can conjure up with their guns on their side and just have a few signs that tell her how unhappy you are and don't say a word. No, just stand no, there. Just stand there and look at her. Look at, yeah. look at the building and, and let her wonder why you're so quiet and what you're going to do. Maybe you're not going to do anything, but she she won't know. No, the, the person that you're actually accusing and you're staring at them with dead silence, it has to be nerve-wracking. It's got to be. Yeah. I know when my father used to do something like that when I got in trouble, and he'd sit there for a while and look at me. There like, was that look. Yeah, decide you know, yeah what the, parents can do that. Decide what yeah. the punishment was going to be, and you just felt yourself melting. You know, like, he's going to really get me this time. But it, I think it's the same effect. Why don't people just all go down there to the palace of the governor while she's there? I like how you call it a palace. Well, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like a palace. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I was up there last time a couple years ago, when we were doing a protest in front of the palace up there, uh, they she was having a this massive uh, steel 
um, what am I? I'm trying to think of a good word for it. I mean, it's 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 way these huge bollards put in the ground. I assume that she was in the process of having this enormous fence put in place, this impenetrable barrier well, the, around yeah, her she, palace. She deserves a fence, not around the border, but to, for her protection. Yeah, but around the border, let them all in. No, I think she needs to be in a cage, yeah. like in jail. Absolutely. Yeah. And gagged it at that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she does. Uh, I'm, I'm just surprised that people are not doing stuff like that anymore. Yeah. So they, they just let things roll, and that's why we are where we are today, because people just let things roll. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. By the way, Mom, yes, I know you're watching. You know, she, uh, my, Hi, Mom. My, my mom's on Rumble, and she says, do you know I'm watching? I says, yeah, I know you're watching, Mom. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Anyway, so and this and this thing with the the illegal uh, gun ban, okay. She, the the federal court, put an injunction on her, put a restraining order on her. Says no, you can't do that. It's unconstitutional, and uh, and you know. So we need to look into this. So uh, personally, I don't know why they need to look into it. That's the thing that kind of bugs me a little bit too. Why they need to look into it? It's clearly unconstitutional. The federal court should have immediately struck it down and said, no, you can't do that. It's over. You well, know, but, but what, what she does, she comes back. Yeah. Okay. Well, since you told me that I couldn't, uh, you know, prohibit people from carrying their guns or exercising their concealed carry permits and in, in, in all of Albuquerque, Bernalillo County, uh, and in in school zones and in parks, well, then I'll change it to just school zones and parks. No, you don't understand. You know, you don't understand what the federal court said. Your order is null and void. So what she do? She reinstitutes part of the order. This this woman is just absolutely uh, reprehensible. I mean, there is power you know, hungry. Power, power hungry. hungry. She believes she's she believes that she is. Uh, Above the law. And she, I guess she probably is because well, nobody's doing anything about it. Well, I did. I don't know if you heard this statement, but I did see it in the newspaper on KOB, I think, that now maybe she, they, she, they did take it back and they try to, you know, discipline her for that. But she's having the state police visit everyone that was at the Old Town rally on two Sundays ago, whatever. And there was an Antifa person walking around taking pictures of everyone that was carrying a gun, a gun or a weapon or whatever on their back. And she was taking pictures of everyone so she said we have videos of all of you and you will get a visit from the state police and you're going to get a five thousand dollar fine what they just told you you can't do anything like that well no i can impose a five thousand dollar fine on each and every one of you yeah well she can do that and i will be glad to take her to court over that Mm -hmm. because i've i've my my concealed carry insurance they they said yeah we'll back you 100 percent oh good I want to be like Nancy Pelosi and when they hand me the ticket I just get in tear it up in their face there you go you know? oh you mean like she does State of the Union address exactly yeah right you know Nancy Pelosi is running again oh God uh, help for us. her seat in Ugh. San Francisco because she thinks there's just work that needs to be done done well the reason there's work that needs to be done is because she destroyed her city mm-hmm. that's why with liberal nonsense policies that's what have you seen how crazy San Francisco is though I mean you can't even park your car the people are leaving their cars wide open unlocked so you can see that there's no nothing valuable in there because if they see anything valuable they just you know, crash your windows, take whatever they want. So now you have not only missing items from your car, but now you have to replace your windows. And so they just leave the windows open. That's how crazy it is. Okay, you know, come yeah, in, look, there's yeah. nothing in there. Please don't break my windows. <sighs> Unbelievable. And they just take garbage bags to a, a, a nice store like uh, Dillard's, Nordstrom, whatever, and fill it up with whatever they want right there. And I mean, I thought they had a thousand dollar limit, you know, that they could take legally before they did anything to them. What they're taking was more than a thousand dollars, and then they just like it belongs to them. Salespeople are just standing there in shock. The owner just lets them because you're not allowed to tell them anything. Well, you know what? What needs to happen is I remember when we had a problem with you know after after nine eleven, people became much more aware of the possibility that somebody there might be a hijacker on the airplane, mm-hmm. and people flying on airliners became more aware of suspicious people coming on the plane and there was more than one instant in which the passengers in the plane tackled somebody in the plane so that the police could haul them away and remove them from the plane 
I think we need we need something more. People need to wake up on this. It's like, and I've said this before, and somebody kind of criticized me for it. It's like, well, Becky, you know, you're, you 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 kind of probably shouldn't do that. But but I say if I'm in a store and one of these idiots come in there and tries, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to do something to stop them. I'm going to trip them on the way out. I'm going to kick them. I'm going to do something to them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hurt them. Or maybe when they're walking by, I might just ha- actually uh, might accidentally outstretch my arm and whack them in the neck, you know, <laughs> give them a nice throat punch, you know. But, you know, people need to stand up and they need to do something. They're just – everybody – this is this has been the mentality of Americans. Actually, it's been the mentality of a lot of people around the world. But actually, we're seeing a lot of people around the world are fighting back a lot more than we are in the United States. That's right. Supposedly the freest country on the planet, and they're just they're allowing this stuff to happen. It's like you know, like that time I went to the Costco and I wouldn't wear a mask, and they were ga- and the managers all ganged up on me, and all of the sheeple standing there with their stupid masks on. They looked like morons, and they're all standing there doing nothing, living in fear, buying all the bull crap that they've been told, and giving in. And it's like, it's time to stop giving in, people. It's time to realize that this government is your enemy at this point. Absolutely. And, 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 and they're not going to come save you. You know, if you want this to stop, you have to make it stop. Mm-hmm. If you're in a store mm-hmm. and you see this happening... Join in with other customers and the store employees and tackle these people. Stop them. You know, there's only one store in Albuquerque that I saw that did that. And, I mean, you know which one I'm talking about. The music store guy that the homeless Guitar came, center? Yeah, he came Well, in. you know, they're kind of a yeah. bunch of work, woke morons over there, too. They threw me out one time for not wearing a mask. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I'm totally serious. They're on my they're on my crap list mm-hmm. of places I'll never do business with again. Well, at least they, they, at least they fought this guy off and took their guitar back and threw him out. You know, that's what we need to do more of. We do. Protect your business. I mean, do, do people not care that they're going to go bankrupt from all the thieving and uh, all the damage they do when they go into your store and don't even care what what they're doing. They take all your stuff and you just sit there and like a moron and take it and take it and take it. It's time to stop taking it. Like I said, it's time to stand up for yourself. It is, you know, and like what I mentioned in my opening monologue about the statues. You know, I did a little bit of research as you know because. If you know a little bit about, uh, oh, what did I just do there? Did you cut somebody off? <laughs> no, I think I... You know, in Rio Reba, they're putting up the Onata statue again this weekend, I believe. And they're saying that it's time that we stop living in cowering in fear. These are statues. What happened, you know, centuries ago, we can't change. History is there for a reason. And uh, they're expecting a big backlash. So I think that would be something good to attend at Rio Reba. Well, you know, like the Romans, they used to build these huge monuments. They used to build these big coliseums and these big buildings built out of out of uh, big, huge stones and and statues and things like that. And and I did a little bit of reading on that. It's like, yeah, a lot of it had to do with the, uh, you know, the, the emperor or whatever uh, wanting to um, kind of keep his status. Extress power, you know. <laughs> and so, but at, the other thing was is that when you build things out of stone, they last, mm-hmm. like forever almost, you know. And that's why some of those structures are still there today. You know, they're still standing. And well, hey, so, so hey, Sha- bronze- hey, Sean, I see you said, yeah. Becca, hi. Mm-hmm. Um, There's the bronze statues will be there forever, too, if they don't keep taking them down. You know, they still yeah, haven't replaced yeah. the one in Old Town yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so, but... You know, they're complaining because, oh, well, you know, these people, they supported slavery. You know, a lot of people supported slavery back how then. Far or back, at least how had, far back are they going to go? How far yeah, back are they going to go? How far back are you going to go? Back to the Roman days? Yeah. You know, like, how far are you going to go back? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. This whole concept of reparations and all this other nonsense it's is, is, is just ridiculous. It's, mm-hmm. Like, do you really know who the indigenous people of this continent were? Mm-hmm. You only know back to a certain time, mm-hmm. to a certain point. You don't know, like, way back. I mean, actually... To, if you really look at it that way, the people that you're looking at that you consider to be indigenous were actually colonizers themselves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you know, so everybody colonized somebody at some point in time. You got to just move on and try to make the best of it. But, you know, like right now in New York City, where all this nonsense is going on, you've got, 
you've got these illegal aliens, which are being shipped in by the hundreds of thousands into New York City. They're destroying the city. They are... They are robbing the taxpayers of their hard-earned money. They have no respect for it. I mean, None. If you were staying in a five-star hotel and luxury chandeliers and all, wouldn't you at least be happy that you're there and take care of your little area instead of starting fires in your room, having sex in the hallways, uh, throwing your cigarette butts everywhere, in the carpeting? And I mean, this, these are five-star luxury hotels that they're giving them. They don't appreciate anything. No, keep in mind, Stella, these are people that made a crap hole out of their own country. And that's, that's why they ran away. They made a crap hole out of their own country. They pooped in their own sandbox. And then they're like, wow, we can't live here anymore. So they got to leave. And they, 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 they supported tyrants, put tyrants into power, and they wondered why things went bad. Yeah, you we, know, wake up America. It's like, oh, well, let's go to America because things are better there. And then we'll go there and we'll vote for these stupid ty- tyrannical Democrats and we'll make America just like where we will, where we left. And where do you go after that, though? There's nowhere else to go. Even Americans can say, we're sick of this. We're leaving to another country. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? I mean, if everything's going bad in their country and they're all coming here, where are you going to go? And even the immigrants, after they destroy America, where are you going to go? There's nowhere else to go. We are the number one. This is it. You know, and it, it's kind of like it's kind of like something like when you've got a uh, a child and you spoil your child and you give them everything that, because you want things to be good for them. You know, it's like I want things to be better for my child than they were for me. It's like, okay, well, that's a real thoughtful way to think. But at the same time, you know, you are you're spoiling them. You're not giving them any appreciation for hard work and earning things on your own. Uh, no respect for for what you have. And these illegal immigrants, which number one, they're being rewarded for uh, crossing our border illegally, breaking our, our laws, and coming here. They should be sent away and said, you are not welcome in the United States. We don't want board, illegal border crossers in our country, period. And, and like I said. Yeah, why can't we be like, if you try that in Afghanistan, any other country, they will shoot you dead. They don't even want to see your face. If you dare cross their border illegally, they'll shoot you dead. It's not even a question of they'll send you back. You know, I'm not saying we should shoot everybody dead, but we should stand there and say, no, you're not coming in. That's it. And if you do, then... I don't know, like all those uh, illegal immigrants that have been caught for more than one violent crime and they send them away, deport them, and they come right back. There should, why can't, why do we allow that? You know, like, I don't even say keep them in prison here. That's just supporting them still. You know, they'll have a place to stay, food to eat, medical help. But why do we just keep allowing this in our country? It's maddening. It's crazy for a citizen to have to see this and, and accept it. I don't accept it. I don't know why everybody would. You know, the people in New York, they're starting to wake up. I think every people in this country need to wake up. We need to have some of these red state governors wake up. Uh, You know, Abbott, it's like he's, he's, you know, all he's doing is keeping them from coming into one place and diverting them to another. He's letting them in. You know, you need these, these. Red state governors, people that believe in, in sovereignty and our border and the law, they need to stop these people. They need to turn them away and tell them, go back home. We don't want you here. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry. That's just what we need to do. It's like these people are overrunning and ruining our country. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. It's, they don't speak our language. Their kids don't speak our language. They need to go back where they came from, where, where and, and I don't mean to make, I know somebody's going to say, oh, well, you told them to go back where they came from. It's like, yeah, where they, where they, where their home. Mm-hmm. They need to go back to their home. Mm-hmm. They need to go back to their home where other people speak their, their language. They need to get, they need to grow a pair and they did, need to stand up and fight for their own country. They shouldn't have given up their guns. That's all I have to say. No, yeah. they shouldn't have. No, that's why we're not giving up ours, right? Because no, we're seen, not. We've seen what happens when you do give them up. You know, as a matter of fact, this nonsense with the with the, the order with the with the with the tyrant that is once again unconstitutional. We need to show up at a park in mass with a, sh- proudly you know, wearing our guns, open carry, and we need to show up at a park to defy this order. That's what we should do. I still think we need to go to the palace. Not what the park is over here. She doesn't care. She's not even looking at the park. She laughs. Well, but she said we're not allowed to go to park, so that's exactly where we need to go. Well, I think it's more of a threat if you're right in front of her building where she (laughs) lives. Yeah. 
instead of the park. I'm done with the park thing. <laughs> hey, guys, that's the end of hour one. Okay, so in the next segment, I want to talk about the uh, the missing XF-35, which apparently they've, they've found. But we hear these new words now that we've never heard before. We hear now the military is using words like a mishap. What the hell's a mishap? I don't know. I've got some ideas. I want to talk about it. So we'll be right back. We're, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Stay with us. Mm-hmm. 